1: You know what time it is. Time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott.
0: Yay!
2: Hey, great to be back with y'all again. It's great to be back. The man that has not one but two PhDs and is here to make sense of this crazy financial world where it seems like everything economic, everything geopolitical is being run by a drunk guy. Man, that's true.
0: I know, and he's driving the car, and we're mm-hmm. in the back seat, and mm-hmm. we can't get out. Although <laughs> we can get
2: out, there are solutions. <laughs>
1: yeah, man, <winded> <laughs> we are jumping off.
2: You know, and, and we we talked before we came alive, but there's a lot of things that have that have happened in history that kind of create a pattern, mm-hmm. and and it's like, oh, well, this isn't the first time there's been war and rumors of wars not the first time some of these things have happened and there's always an action reaction you can kind of predict a little bit and you don't have to be destroyed with the with, with what's going on around you
0: well yeah i mean i'm i'm a student of history i love cycles i love looking at trends right so you can go back to the great depression how did how what followed the great depression world war ii mm-hmm. right you can look at uh let's see, you could look at 9-11, right? So prior to 9-11, George Bush's approval rating was like at an all-time low. It was just ridiculous. And then the NASDAQ was down 66% and then 9-11. So you're looking at now post-COVID world uh, or COVID world, depending on who you're talking to, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're talking to Fauci, well, now there's another mutant strain in China. It's like, is this thing ever going to end? Right. So now we've got now we've got war or conflict in Russia and Ukraine, but then followed by that you've got going to have probably China and Taiwan. So so Martin Armstrong, one of the best um, trends forecasters, I think ever. I mean he's he's amazing. He says we've now entered into a war cycle. So when I look at cycles, if this is this is pretty pretty wild and wacky stuff because. We're in a war cycle. We're also in a social upheaval cycle. Like what we talked about a kind of numerous weeks ago, we talked about the fourth turning. That's a social cycle. We're in the we're in the end of an economic cycle now that interest rates are going up. So you've got all these puzzle pieces being put together. And, and this is kind of a, a scary thing for most people, right? Because mm-hmm. what happens in war, not only do, do people get hurt, right? But but it actually decimates the stock market. Mm -hmm. It decimates the bond market because it's very expensive to have a war when we don't have enough money already. So governments are going to be forced to print, 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 right? Mm -hmm. To fund this thing. And then the inflationary pressures are going to persist. And then you're going to have to raise rates to try to slow down those inflationary pressures. So war right now, um, it, it sometimes is just used as as a distraction, right, from the real economic mayhem that's going on. But when it, when it's all said and done, it's very expensive and it's going to cost a lot of money. And so this, what why I bring this up is because these cycles repeat themselves, right? Mm-hmm. History repeats themselves. You always have um, an economic contraction followed by war every single time. So the what what we're looking at. In in Russia, Ukraine, I mean, Gerald Salante and other trends forecasters said, OK, uh, this is possibly Biden just started World War Three, right? But because yesterday, Biden gets on the news over the weekend when there's not many people watching it and said, hey, world, we're going to have a regime change in Russia. And Putin's gone, basically, is the paraphrase of what he said. It's like, oh, my word, did you just say that, right? I right. mean. Seriously now now right. there's going to be even more conflict because mm-hmm. they're not going to they're just not going to sit back idly mm-hmm. especially when when the US senators wants to vote to actually s- steal or take all of Russia's gold hoard which is like 150 billion dollars worth it's like the these these problems choices have consequences right and everything that that Biden is doing is perpetuating this yeah. this war machine and the and the it's expensive to do that and so The reason I bring up those trends is because we perception is reality in the markets, guys. It's like when you see those news bites, when you see those sound bites, World War Three, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it happens or not, um, you've got you've got markets that are going to react to that because because most people that invest in the stock market are sound
2: bite investors. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
0: They don't look deep. They don't dig deep. They, well, they just... look
2: at look what happened to Tesla when when Elon was you know smoking weed with with Joe Rogan, you know. And I think mm-hmm. he just took a, a a one hit or one puff or whatever you know like kind of thing. But the stock went down a ton. It recovers over time, but like right? mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with the quality of the cars. Right. It was just a perception. Like whoa, you know, has he lost it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the stock yeah. went down immediately.
0: Yeah, a perception is reality in, in the markets, and the perception right now is. We're, we're in perpetual war, we're in perpetual inflation, we're in, we're in this horrible interest rate cycle, where we have taxes that are going through the roof. Oh, speaking of taxes, Biden came up with another phenomenal tax, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the 20% minimum tax for billionaires.
1: I mean, what does that so, mean for everyone? I was actually thinking of that same thing, Colton. <laughs> like, the
0: economy oh, and Biden.
1: economy and Biden.
0: Well, it's, it's bad. So, So here's what they're going to tax the billionaires on is not just their income, but unrealized um, gains. So basically, their net worth. So let's say you're worth a billion dollars. Well, what does it mean when you're taxing their unrealized gains every single year at a minimum of 20 percent? Well, if you had a let's just say that they didn't make any money. Right. Let's just say for whatever reason, they didn't make any money that year. But you've got a minimum tax of twenty percent of a billion dollars. That's two hundred million. So now you have eight hundred million left. Well, now they're not going to have that twenty percent tax next year because you're below a billion. But but let's just say you're worth ten billion, right? Mm-hmm. So what's what's ten percent of that? What's ten percent of ten billion? It's a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Or twenty percent is two billion dollars. So the next year you'll have eight billion. The next year you'll have, you know, minus 1.6 billion off of that. If they never make any money, their portfolio will actually shrink to zero from taxation. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is an insane policy. When you start to tax unrealized mm-hmm. gains, now most billionaires are making a lot of money. They're making probably more than 20%. But if they don't make 20% on their net worth, well, then they're they're just actually diminish and ultimately go to zero. I mean, this is insane. This will be a killer to the U.S. economy because billionaires own companies, companies right. hire people, right? So so what are they going to do? They're probably just going to go offshore, They're the, move their companies elsewhere, maybe even just move themselves, right, to a lower taxable. Yeah,
2: you have the capacity to, to earn $8 billion.
1: You could probably move wherever you, you want. You
2: probably have the capacity to. Yeah, move.
1: let me ask you a question, Kirk. You know, David and I, as we're driving around and we're looking, we're talking to people. The thing that we keep saying is, how are they keeping this afloat? Because it looks like right now everything is fine. Obviously, you're seeing prices of things and all that raise, but how are they making it appear at this point, like everything is okay, because how much longer can they keep this up?
0: Well, they can't keep, they pretty much kicked the can off the cliff. They can't really pull it back. They're keeping it together by printing money like there's no tomorrow. So... When you print money, that continues to devalue the currency. That's why we've got the inflation that we're seeing. But that money that they're printing, they're injecting into the stock market. They're printing that to pay people, right, or just stay home or do whatever. So when they print money, they're actually using it for for some kind of a what Henry Hazlitt, you know, famous Austrian economist said the broken window fallacy. It's like you, 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 you fix a window that probably should have just stayed broken because you can use the money better elsewhere. Right. It's like, stop just paying people for, to do nothing and Mm -hmm. stop printing this, this money like there's no tomorrow. But, but so where is this coming from? Budget Biden just outlaid his budget proposal for, for this year, $5.8 trillion. Okay. That's That's a lot of trillions. Yeah. It's it's a big number. Okay, David, you can start counting by thousands and you'd never get to 5.8 trillion. I mean, mean, it takes forever. Unbelievable. So, so, but put it into perspective how much do we bring in in a given year with federal tax revenue? It's about 3.8 trillion. So, Budget five point eight. We bring in three point eight. That's two trillion dollars added to the deficit. That means next year will probably be to thirty two trillion dollars national debt. I mean, they just can't keep doing that, right? Which is why there's talk of a, of a global financial reset. Why there's talk of just washing everything out, having a gold backed currency, having something that's meaningful, that's tangible, that that has accountability and transparency to it. Because the way that it is now, the era of central banks, I believe, is in its twilight. And it's going to end because they kicked the can too far down the road. It's unsustainable at this point.
2: And and, and things seem to, like, you hear about it, hear about it, then they happen all at once. Like, I remember in, in, I don't know, when it was in 08, you and I were in Franklin, Mm -hmm. outside Nashville. And we're out walking. We're going through a neighborhood, and we stopped for a moment. And literally every house on that whole street was for sale. Yeah. Every, house. every, not some, we can see signs. Every single house was for sale and you're like, Whoa, that, you yeah, know, that was that, very that, surreal. That, that happened quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you see that with even like, uh, you know, the coronavirus it's like, you hear about it, hear about it, hear about it. all of a, a sudden, sudden it's like, bam, boom, you know, things, things enact mm-hmm. quickly. And all of a sudden, wow, well, everything changed quick.
0: And and Ernest Hemingway, one of the most prolific authors of all time, right? He filed for bankruptcy in, the, in an interview said, Hey, Ernest, how did, how did you file? How did you go bankrupt? He said, well it started slowly and then it just happened, right? Yeah. I mean that's that's how that's how it happens. Yep. It, it just it's truly how it happens. And so what you just said is the case for pretty much everything, David. You can't you like when when we had the Federal Reserve Act in the early 1900s and they started just printing money without any tangible backing, it's like people couldn't really tell that that was actually diminishing the value of their dollar, but now Fast forward to today, 100 years later, uh, that $20 bill, and you've used this illustration before, that could have bought you you know, a finely tailored men's suit, shirt, tie, belt, and shoes. It doesn't even buy you a day at Chili's anymore. It's lost 99% of its value over 100 years. But year after year after year, you're not really realizing how much it's mm-hmm. losing until now, mm-hmm. because now inflation's hovering at like 27%. Now people are feeling it, yep. but they didn't feel it in years you know, prior to this, mm-hmm. it was just happening slowly, but now it's it's really happening. It's just right there in front of us.
1: So, what can people do to protect themselves? Because there's obviously something is coming. Coming. What can yeah. we do to protect ourselves?
0: Well, like we've talked about, it just about every single show, and I hate to sound like a one trick pony, right? But it, but it's the only thing that makes sense right now is is silver. Bu- buy silver. Why silver over gold? Because silver is doing better than gold. I mean, both of them are equally as safe. So if they're both equally as safe, I'm going to invest in the one that's doing better. But but the the bottom line to that is it's a thing. Gold mm-hmm. and silver are things, mm-hmm. and things go up with inflation. Everything goes up with inflation, whether it's gas or oil or cars or groceries or cereal or eggs or wheat or gold or silver. Things go up with inflation. When you're investing in a thing, that's your inoculation against the inflation. But the cool thing about gold and silver, unlike real estate, for example, real estate's a thing, but it's not necessarily liquid because you have to find somebody to buy it. They have to finance it. The banks have to have money to lend you. All of these are problems because mm-hmm. none of that's actually really true right now. Banks are strapped for liquidity and it's harder to get a loan and interest rates are going up. But gold and silver, you buy it when it's time to lock it in. 45 second phone call. We sell it. Why are you the funds? It's that easy. Man. And it goes up with inflation. That's the amazing part about it.
1: Man, that is good. So if somebody wants more information, they can go to flyovergold.com, flyovergold.com. A lot of great information there. When they scroll down to the bottom, a place to fill out your information. Dr. Kirk Elliott's team can get a hold of you. You can also call 720 605 3900. Again, that's 720 605 3900. And when you get a hold of people, what's in the process? What are, What are they going to do once they speak with you?
0: So they'll either fill out your form or they'll call us, right? And somebody on my scheduling team will talk to them and say, "Hey, you want to set up a free consultation with Dr. Kirk or one of the advisors?" They'll ask you a few questions. You know, what was it that David and Stacy and Kirk talked about that caused you to want to reach out? What can we help you with? Just answer those questions because that'll help me or my team mm-hmm. talk to you, right, and and achieve the dreams that you have for yourself, and then. Once we figure that out, we will lay out a strategy to get out of the path of the hurricane, to safeguard, protect, and preserve your assets and move forward. And that's where our relationship begins, not ends, right? Because we'll let you know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, do whatever needs to be done. We will let you know because we want lifetime relationships with our clients. And we'll walk you through, hold your hand through this fragile economy Um Joe. Man,
1: and allow Yarno. you to be able to sleep at night Yes, you know, yeah, with, that's everybody without says. being stressed. That's what we always hear from people. Once they started working with you, it was like, man, I was having a hard time sleeping at night. Now I feel so much better knowing that Dr. Kirk Elliott is there to help me and his team. So we are so thankful for our relationship. Obviously, we've known you for over 25 years, but to be able to partner with you to bring this to the Flyover family, as well as our family, this has been unbelievable. Yes. So thank you so much, Dr. Kirk. We really appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at